This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the third Sunday of Advent, the 15th of December. This year, my prize for the best Santa app goes to the Santa Tracker. For just £1.99, it's got to be the best way to track Santa on Christmas Eve. You can read his very own blog and follow him as he travels the world delivering gifts. With an advent calendar, you can find out where he is in the lead up to Christmas, reading his letters, view him working in the toy factory, going for a practice ride, or having a cup of tea. I defy anyone to say that it isn't money well spent and great fun. Well, the season of Christmas is about having fun, rediscovering the inner child, and learning again to be optimists. One of the most uplifting things I saw on social media this week, amidst a great lot of very amusing stuff about the election result, was the picture of Santa kneeling before a cross with the words, May we never forget Jesus is the reason for the season. This is the real reason for our optimism and the joy that is a hallmark of Advent. Of course, there are always the Ebenezer Scrooges who are only too prepared to cry bar humbug all the time, and we experience a great deal of pessimism around us. We often feel that there may be well-founded grounds for lacking optimism. So the Church gives us each year on the third Sunday of Advent the imperative exhortation, Gaudete, be joyful, be optimists, the Lord is near. Now, that is a biblical kind of voice, full of hope, not false optimism, but hope. It is something supernatural that goes beyond all the limits and the frustrations of this world. It's what Isaiah describes for us in the first reading. The wilderness rejoices and blooms, the eyes of the blind are opened, the ears of the deaf unsealed. Now, for nomadic desert people, the wilderness in bloom would have been a very powerful image. They would have recognised that kind of picture painting in words so well. In a life where most of us experience problems of one kind or another, be it health, employment, bereavement, wars and conflicts, this may not seem a realistic image. The desert blooming, the blind and the deaf being restored to health. Or is it just an unrealistic hope, a fake optimism for people who have been falsely beguiled by the opiate of religion? Christians are not simply optimists. We are people of profound hope. Optimists are those who think that everything will probably turn all right, out all right in the end. Anyone can be an optimist in the face of the negativity of life. Only the Christian can be a person of hope, hope that what God says to us will come about, will be fulfilled. As Christians, God asks us to give not just optimism to our world, but to be sowers of hope. You've heard me say before that hope is the forgotten virtue of our time. And in Advent, the virtue that we're trying to live is hope. That is the certainty that God will fulfil his promises to us. We express this hope by our preparing to have 
God come and dwell in us as fully as we allow him. And one of the ways that we live and express our hope is by our belief in the mercy of God. This means being recipients of mercy and then being merciful ourselves. The first and the most important way this mercy is accessed for us is in and through the sacrament of reconciliation, confession. This sacrament, high on the Advent agenda, brings us into direct contact with the source of our hope, which is Jesus himself, because he is the centre of the sacrament of confession. By our receiving this sacrament regularly, we increase the general goodness of the world. We grow as individuals in holiness, and it ensures that we never, ever lose hope. Whatever Santa app you decide to download this Advent, the objective is always clear. Always look on the bright side and live this life, this moment, to the full, in this life, so that we can live eternally in the next. The post-communion prayer of the first Sunday of Advent says it in words that I love. It's the church really understanding how we are so earthbound and material, yet called to higher things. May these mysteries profit us, O Lord, for even now as we walk amid passing things, you teach us by them, you teach us by them, to love the things of heaven and hold fast to what endures. Mary is invoked as our hope because we believe God will do in us all the great things he did in the life of his mother. Let us pray. O God, who see how your people faithfully await the feast of the Lord's nativity, enable us, we pray, to attain the joys of so great a salvation and to celebrate them always with solemn worship and glad rejoicing. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen.